Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks for joining me again this week. I'm going to start with my usual motivational quote that's relevant to our conversation today. And, of course, it kind of resonates or is relevant to the title of the show, which is, of course, Architect of Change. Okay, so here's the quote. Life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And that's by uh, Charles Swindoll. Um, Now, the show title today is Humbug Holiday Meditation. Love that name. My buddy Faith, who's going to be on with us in a second, uh, came up with that. I think it's fun, and I think it really speaks to uh, the discussion topic. So today we're going to speak to this title, Humbug Holiday Meditation, as well as the quote, the 10% that happens and 90% how I react, as we all need to be aware of how we respond clearly to all different situations in our lives especially true at this time of year that proves to be, I think, exponentially stressful with the holidays fast approaching just a couple of weeks away. And here we have our regular life and work and all those demands, the kids, food shopping, making beds, doing laundry. And then we have holiday shopping, cooking, baking, visiting, and the list goes on holiday parties, etc. So during the show today, my guest is Faith Miller. She's actually been on before. She is a certified yoga instructor and my personal yogi. See, she probably doesn't know that, but she, I keep saying um, to my friends that I that go to the yoga class that she's stuck with us. And I am very excited to have her share her insights about meditation and how to remain as stress-free as possible any time of year, but certainly around the holidays. So At the end of the show, I want you to have some real actionable tips or ideas of how to perform those simple meditations that will, or meditation that will reduce stress and help you enjoy every minute of the holiday. You know, a holiday is magical. Let's truly enjoy um, the magic. So. Our discussing our discussion points today is we're going to talk about what is meditation, a template of the who, what, when, where, how, and why, a list of four examples of different meditation methods to introduce basically into any lifestyle, important points about meditation. She's going to teach us a little bit, and the last thing is Faith will take us through a real brief guided meditation at the end of the show just to give you, you guys an idea of actually you know, what to do and kind of how to play with this. So I do recommend you get out a piece of paper and a pen so as we go through some of the information that Faith shares that you're able to take some quick, note, quick notes and jot down and when we start talking about those meditation ideas, you're never going to remember them. So I'd love for you to come back and listen over and over again, but taking notes is just an efficient way of using our time of learning and then implementation. So get out the pen and paper. Uh, to refresh your uh, memories about Faith, she is a certified vinyasa yoga instructor. She's registered with the Yoga Alliance, and she's been teaching all levels of vinyasa yoga for over a year. Um, again, this is her second time on the show, and what happens after the first show, so many people, either I ran into, listened, emailed, and what have you, 
had responded that they loved her energy and the tips and really wanted to hear more from her. Would I have her on again and all that kind of stuff. So I do listen to you guys. And, of course, I asked uh, with great strength for Faith to be on again, and she just willingly agreed. So I'm, I'm beyond thrilled because I do find her insightful and helpful. So with that, please help me welcome back my yogi, Faith. How you doing, kiddo? <laughs> Wonderful. How are you, Donnie? I'm good. It's, it's you know, the end of the week, so we have, uh, you know, the weekend to enjoy. Yes. So, yeah, thank you for, for coming on. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So now, keeping stress at bay is yeah. especially important, certainly during this time of year, because it's magical and all of that. Really, everything we're going to review, hopefully people can kickstart for the holiday to find that magic and really enjoy the holidays and the people and all of that. But this is stuff that can be used all year long. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's um, not always easy to remember to do, but hopefully with practice it can maybe start at your holiday season since it's kind of, sometimes you need like a forceful reason to do something. So the holidays may be a great way to kind of kickstart this meditation uh, practice and uh, continue on throughout. Yeah, and it's funny, uh, you know, again, in the business world, and you work in the business world as well. well. You do the yoga Mm -hmm. stuff at night and weekends where, you you know, you just have this passion for teaching people and helping people with their their physical health and well-being. You know, in the corporate world, a lot of executives actually do meditate daily, whether it, you know, be first thing in their morning is their practice or at the end of their day. But a lot of executives do utilize this because it helps keep them focused and energized, but also that clarity as a leader. So I just think there's so much value. And and I will share with you, too, I, I think I've told you this before, Faith, I find meditation very, very difficult, and I keep at it, and I you know, you get a little better, a little better. It's it's challenging, or for me, it's challenging. Let you know, other people, I would love for them to to share their stories down the road, but I, I do think it's a little bit challenging. Again, for me, yeah, no, you're definitely not the only one. Um, I I think it kind of goes in waves similar to yoga, where today you can do this pose, awesome. Tomorrow you're a little tight. It doesn't really work out that well for you. So it's the same kind of thing with the meditation practice. It's not always going to be like, oh, I can slam right into my lotus pose, get on the meditation cushion, and I'm immediately, you know, one with the creator and all as well. Sometimes it's like, you know, I have to get all this party stuff ready to go, and i got to make this dinner. And so it's hard to um, kind of put all that stuff aside at times and sit and find that that moment for yourself. And that's kind of when you have all that stress. That's pretty much the exact time when you really need it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like pinnacle, you know. It's it's now yeah. or never. So do do for us a a little I guess definition of, you know, what is like what is meditation? Yeah. So there's um there's a great, so I do a lot of studying with um, Paramahansa Yogananda is this uh, really popular dude that brought medita- uh, yoga and meditation from India over to the States. 
in uh, the 20s, and he has this book called The Autobiography of a Yogi, and it's, you know, very popular with, um, you know, that whole yoga and meditation stuff because he teaches about it, and he has a great, uh, very simple explanation. Meditation is concentration used to know God. So this can be a very religious thing for the person doing this practice. It doesn't have to be if that scares you because I know there's a lot of um, kind of eggshelling around Jesus and and different gods and, you know, Mm -hmm. because everybody's got their own opinion and that's wonderful. So in his his, um, teachings, he not only talks about God, but he talks about how it's a science. So he explains meditation is the science of reuniting the soul with the infinite spirit or God. And by meditating regularly and deeply, you'll awaken your soul, the immortal, blissful, divine consciousness at the innermost core of your being. So this can be super deep (laughs) at its core. And eventually with the practice, you'll be able to get there for beginners it could simply be concentration because that's where you start. It's not quite full-blown meditation when you start because there's a lot of, you know, things you need to become more aware of in your body and your mind. So when you start with concentration, it allows you to simply just be able to get into position, have time, Stop thinking about, you know, everything that's going on where you have to drive your kids later. So being able to just sit and concentrate and and listen to your own breath, that's like super great if you can just start there. So meditation is, sometimes it can be different for other people, but really for everyone, it's definitely coming into yourself, sitting, relaxing, and really having the concentration to find that God or inner spirit. So, and I want to get a a little more in-depth with the concentration part, too, because um, as far as what concentration is, there's actually a great example um, that you could try if you have a candle, like a real Mm -hmm. one that has a flame. Mm -hmm. So if you sit the candle in front of you at eye level, and you stare at the candle flame, stare at the flame itself, and you stare at it for about a minute or until your eyes start to water, and then you close your eyes, and you stare at that flame, that's a great way to concentrate. So everything else has gone away. You're right in the moment, right now. You're not thinking about past or future. And you can watch the flame with your eyes closed. It's really neat. And then eventually the flame will kind of dissipate and then you can open your eyes and look at the flame again and do it all over again. And it's a great way to practice starting to chill, to sit, to relax, to get rid of all the other crazy life things that are necessary, but not to run you ragged when you're just exhausted. You need that time to sit and be with just yourself. So the concentration part can be where you start. And then as you get comfortable with the concentration and the sounds around you start to fade, you can start to get into the meditation of 
the deeper things that are important to you. And it's funny because I'm I'm going to try that. I love that idea with <laughs> the candle. It's so you know, and I in in work at work all the time when I'm teaching and coaching and whatever. And I always say the you know the kiss rule. Everybody knows, right? Keep it simple, stupid. And I always say, to people, right. you're not stupid. Just we make things much too complicated. So if we <laughs> can just simplify it, right. you go, oh, that's what you want me to do. Where <laughs> we try to overanalyze and overthink things. So no one has ever shared that candle idea with me and I love it because this is what happens and I don't know if people listening are going yeah yeah Connie this is what happens to me when I sit to try to meditate and you know I I do the breathing you know breathe in on four breathe out on four and I really try to concentrate on quote-unquote the breathing right Mm -hmm. versus in in this example the the, uh, candle and all of a sudden, I'm doing the breathing, one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah, I better go pick that up later, one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, exhale. And, mm-hmm. But my monkey mind is all over the freaking place. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, all right, do it again. And then you start getting aggravated. Frustrated, yeah. Yes. And then I'm thinking, yep. well, why am I doing this? Because now I'm more annoyed with myself <laughs> that I can't just turn my mind off and do what I really set out to do, which was calm myself down. And I bet everybody's doing the same thing. So here, I am a visual person. So right. I think the breathing is great. And, and maybe, and here's the thing, sometimes you need to walk before you run, right? So I want to try the candle thing because now you're staring at something and you're focusing like, how long is that going to be there? Like that flame is still there, but you're focusing on the flame and that's that concentration piece. So I think I need to get my concentration kicked in before I can start the breathing and all, you know, all of those things. So I hope, it's so funny, but I wrote it, I wrote it down, by the way. So you see me and my notes, I'm a a note taker, because I'm like, can't forget that one, write it down. (laughs) It's so simple, it's the kiss rule. It's so simple, stupid, but I think it's a better place for me to start. And then once I master that, then say, all right, now I don't need the candle. Let's take that same concentration and put it into the breathing, you know, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. So um, I love that right. faith. Right out of the gate, you gave us yeah, a valuable tool. I love you. Um, <laughs> before we go on to the template of the who, what, when, where, how, why, all that, let's take a really, real, this is a perfect timing for a really quick break, and cool. then we'll talk about the who, what, when, where, how, and why, okay? Okay. Okay, cool. A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. All right, we are back. 
and uh, Faith Miller, my yoga guru, is on with us, and we're talking about meditation, and the topic of today's show is Humbug Holiday Meditation. I just love that name. That was just a great <laughs> name you came up with. Really cool. It's so much fun. All right, so let's talk about the template of the who, what, when, where, how, and why. Yeah, so the who, of course, is everyone, and I mean everyone even kids, because kids are so um, they're so open to these kinds of things, and they really don't have so much stuff to get rid of like adults do. They're so you know innocent, and they have um, the ability to understand this, and it's it's an, it's very impressive because kids are in let's say you know, uh, an elementary school or middle school, high school, they're going to have issues at school with kids, with work that they're doing, maybe with a teacher. And it it really can be so beneficial for them to to do some sort of meditation, concentration techniques. And you could even do it with them if you both have that open relationship and that can even get you closer to your kids. And I have some, you know, fun little methods of different types of concentration meditation stuff that you could do alone or with your kids or with a community kind of a thing. So um, all ages, this is definitely something for everybody. And it could simply be sitting there and being quiet and having that concentration piece we talked about with the flame, you could both stare at the flame and, and, and not really have to say anything, but just explain to them what's happening. And they'll get it. In their own little way, they'll absolutely get it. And it's so, it's so cool to see that, that change in their face. Like they get it and they're calm and they may even feel more comfortable to be able to tell you the stuff that they want to talk to you about that they were kind of hesitant to say earlier. But having the 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 bond and the relaxation and the calm and the concentration can really open up the mind to a healthier relationship. And what a healthy habit to create and teach and make part of a child's life I oh, wish yeah, I had known that. My my kids are teenagers, not that they're too old, certainly. They're always running. See, as a child, if you teach them at a younger age, it becomes right. part of their habit in life. And it's funny, you know, you say kids are so open. And, you know, recently we had just a very tragic death in the family. And um, one of the young lady who was, you know, uh, her brother had passed away, uh, they came, right, and for the funeral, and the the daughter, who's, you know, four years old or something, you know, little, little tiny munchkin there, four or five years old, <laughs> saw her uncle, and of course he was dead. She didn't know. They never, they didn't say anything to the little one, because how do you, you know, how do you grieve and, and explain? Wow. And the woman, the, mo- the mom, said, no, no, he, you know, he's not here. And the child's like, yeah, he's right there. Like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> so, isn't that cool? I mean, it's, it's, it's settling, it's unsettling, you know, I guess, I guess yeah. depending on where you're, you're coming from. But they're, they're just so open to 
what we don't see. It's probably in front of us too, you know, these things and the ability to concentrate, and we don't because we muddle it with, we muddy the waters always. Mm -hmm. And we make things more complicated than they need to be. Yeah, and it's it's a disbelief because yes. we've been so jaded with life in general that yes. it's like, no, that's no way that's true. And it's so funny that you say that about the kids being open and, and seeing um, past relatives because I recently had a uh, a session, which you know about, I told you this already, but yes. um, I had a session where I went, uh, I had some hypnosis done and I was asked, to bring forth um, a part of me and put a name to it. And I just said Jolene, which, you know, like no thought, just immediately said Jolene. And when it was all over and I talked with the woman about what all this meant and I asked her, I'm like, what's going on with this Jolene? Because I had an imaginary friend when I was little and I had three of them actually, Jolene, Jolene, and Sally. So I'm like, what is up with that? And she said, she explained, kids are so open that they're not imaginary friends. They're actually your guides. And everyone has them. But being that kids are so open to this thing, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I see it. It's obvious. There's somebody right here telling me things. And being that, you know, jaded adults, like, you're just a silly child. (laughs) You're a silly child. Right. What do you know? And Right. you know, I don't know. I guess that's why this is my favorite time of year because the magic of the holiday, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's about, for for me, I'm Catholic, right? So it's about Santa Claus. And, you know, everybody has the, the different things that they celebrate. But I think we can all agree that this time of year is certainly special and there is magic in the air. And, mm-hmm. you know, when my oldest son found out that there was no Santa, I think I was more upset than him, (laughs) because for me, it was like, yeah, Santa magic, you know, and now, you know, he didn't believe anymore, so he became my elf, so that he didn't tell the brother, you know, the little brother, Mm -hmm. but it's that whole essence of magic, and, you know, they'll still say, oh, mom, you still believe in Santa, I go, I do, I do, because it's, you believe in the magic, you believe in the, the, the 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 peace that hopefully comes with this time of year, so yeah, yeah, I just, I love that who, I love the child aspect, and I love the idea of almost approaching it from a childlike point of view I think that yeah that's a little even helpful advice you know yeah and you know it's it's great because kids will keep you accountable if you start yeah. a routine with them and you're like oh, I really don't feel like sitting with my thoughts today that kid comes in and be like all right mom let's do this and you're like all right well I want to keep the kid on this right path so it it kind of almost like anything, it's a little easier if you have that partner, especially a kid that's so open to something like that. Totally. And you see the benefit in, in your child. It's like, woohoo! Yeah. You know, you always want the best, right, for, for our kids. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> see, I'm learning so much. I'm taking notes. You're, you, you would be laughing. I'm telling you, right? You'd be laughing. Okay. <laughs> so funny. now what's the what? So the what is pretty much what we already talked about, um, concentration versus meditation, and the concentration that can help the outside noise to dim. Mm. So if you're in a busy area and there's a lot of car noise, 
that eventually with the concentration techniques, with sitting, whether it's with a candle or whatever you choose, that eventually becomes nothing to you. It doesn't matter anymore. It's not internal. So um, the concentration part is really the great, the great place to start. And um, it can not only help get rid of the things that are going on around you outside of your body, but it helps to calm the body and helps to relax the body because when you're concentrating, there isn't much else going on. So it's kind of hard to concentrate fully on something but also have something else going on. So it's really important to um, have that concentration. And then if you really are at the point where you want to start meditating towards a higher power, whatever that is for you, mm-hmm. then, you, you know, that's, that's a great segue into having prayers or having mantras, and, and we'll talk about that too more um, to get to that, that higher being. You know, it's funny, and I'll relate that idea of, you know, you can be in a noisy environment, but you get so good at that concentration or whatever that mm-hmm. the noise re- is removed, right? And you find you mm-hmm. kind of go into your, your place, you know, your mind, your higher, higher self, whatever it is. We grew up, when I was a kid, we grew up in Newark, New Jersey, which was um, a city, you know, and... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> some areas were really bad. Anyway, and some yeah. areas still are bad there. But I remember at night there was a tra- traffic light, you know, on the corner, which we were one house in from the corner. So you saw the light red, the green, the yellow, of course. Mm-hmm. You heard horns, you know, burr, burr, you know, in the middle of the night. And cars were constantly in flux. Who was doing, you know, shift work, what have you. And you sleep through it, right? So then we moved to Homedale, right, where where my husband and I also live. My mom and dad still, God bless her, living a couple blocks away. And we moved to Homedale, and my father pulls off the parkway, and there's horses and animals, and this is magic to me. Like, are you kidding? We're going to leave in this, we're going to live in this just amazing environment. You know, there's grass, there's not a concrete backyard and all these things. And I remember the first night we slept in the house, you know, so excited to be in this beautiful three-bedroom ranch, right? It's not a palatial estate. To me, it was a palatial estate, right, child's point of view. Mm-hmm. I was 11 years old. I remember the next morning I woke up, and I, it was the summer. We had moved right before um, school started, September, so it was still warm out. We had the windows open. And I remember waking up and saying to my mother, oh, my God, I couldn't sleep last night. There was so much noise outside. My mother's looking at me like, is she crazy? What <laughs> noise outside? There's no cars. There's no beeping. She goes, what noise? Like, where were you? I go, oh, those crickets and all of that noise outside. <laughs> now, I didn't hear the beeping. I didn't see the traffic light. I heard crickets. That were, It was maddening. So you see how noise <laughs> is relative Yes. So I love that kind of thought. Again, I haven't thought of that in years, but what a great premise that we really can block out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, it's about practice, right? Yeah. No, totally. I was just going to say that, Connie. You got it right on the nose. It's going to be practice because that suddenly you're not going to just not hear the cars going by, but Right. Over time, with the concentration practice, meditation practice, absolutely, you'll you'll start to notice that that's not at the forefront anymore. Yeah, it, it's just 
it's, again, perspective, right? I always say perceptions, right. reality. So it's the perspective <laughs> you're coming from, but how, just how valuable that is. And I bet, you know, my story, I bet other people have had that experience where they've gone up in the mountains and there's no noise except crickets and, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's almost unsettling to have that kind right. of silence, right? So it's, it's just what you're, you're used to. All right, so here's the deal. I just want to put something in, in your face, okay? Sure. I really, I really hope that the effort to change something in, your, in, in the listener's day-to-day approach is how you react to a situation, people around you, and all of these things can provide stressful feelings and, and situations and reactions. So, again, I go back to my quote to start with. Really, really, it's how we respond to the situation that dictates what we internalize, who we are, and, and really who we want to be. So I do truly, like when, you, when everybody gave me the feedback about you, Faith, and how much they loved the show, loved your tips, that, you know, you work in the corporate world and how you incorporate your yoga and stretching to keep focused during the day, right? So mm-hmm. I do think these meditation, and I know we're going to get in more and you're actually going to do a guided meditation, it's just so important for us to be able to function at at a calmer level in life, again, at the holidays certainly, but, but in work. So I, I hope, please send me your stories, guys. I'd love to hear from you. i love to hear your ideas. And, you know, every week I've had people say, oh, I download you every week. I listen to you every week. I, you know, uh, I, I can't wait to hear the next show. And, and the people that you're, you're bringing on are relevant and all this. I love that. I love, I have not gotten a lot of emails or, you know, on Facebook or anything communicate with me and, you know, give me that feedback. We love Faith. Have her on third time, you know, whatever. <laughs> so you're going to become a regular, you know. That might be my co-host on the show. <laughs> but the, I need to hear from you guys to let me know that I'm on the path with you and that the, the topics and everything we're doing and trying to do to help change you, whatever that means to, to everybody that's listening. But I really, really want to do this with you. I, I, I don't want it to be I, – I I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's not my show. It's our show. It's your show. And I really need your ideas, and, and I want to hear, hear your cool ideas and, and things for topics and you know what Faith and I are trying to do to help you change. It's, it's really about making your lives more passionate, successful, abundant, fulfilling, fulfilling, and today I think peaceful and enjoying, you know, the magic of the season, but shouldn't we enjoy the magic of the moment as well? So just, you know, guys, reach out to me. Please, please, I'm begging you. Uh, let's teach each other again how to live large and shoot for our own greatness and and be that change and, and finding that change in each other. And I really hope that I can help you with that and, you know, having people like Faith on, I hope that we, you know, it resonates within you to want to do something differently to become, you know, the better version of you. So call me. My direct, this is my direct hotline. This is like the Connie, you know, the bat line. This is the Connie line. Mm-hmm. 732-888-1420. Or, of course, email me at Connie at WhitmanAssos.com. I do want to help. I really, really hope I inspire and guide you to challenge um, yourself and grow and find those answers. And sometimes we need help finding those answers. So that's why you have people like me and uh, Faith here in your corner to help make that happen. So, again, just, you know, call me, 732 888 
888-253-1420 or email me at Connie at WhitmanAssos.com. Let's grow you, your business, and get that change to stick. Um, I'm here to help, and I'm waiting, okay? All right, so that's my, my little thing because I, you know, Faith, I really do, when folks gave me feedback about you, I was so excited because, <laughs> you know, but but it's real, and, and they're benefiting, and that's really what I'm trying to do. So I love the feedback. All right. So okay. let's get to now, talk to me about when meditation, when. I think we hit on this a little bit, but a little bit more detail. So when is um, consistent, whatever that means for you. So pick a same, the same time every day, pick the same place, whether it's, I have a, a yoga room because this is my profession. If you have a corner of your house where the kids can't go for whatever reason and it's quiet and it's clean and you can get into that spot every day, if it's the attic, if it's the basement, someplace where you can really figure that out, you know, as far as what what's the best location for you. Um and, and then again, really, the time of day is important because that's that routine, that ability to truly practice the practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So if you can find that place in the house, it doesn't have to be in the house. If you're not in that, if you're at work more than you're at the house, find a place at work. You know, so it's something consistent where you can do, if it's in the morning when you get up, um, that would be great. If it's before you go to bed, that's great. You know what I mean? So whatever yes. works for you, because everybody's going to have a different the schedule. Style. Yeah. So if, if it's on the train, picking roughly, I know that's going to be hard, picking the same seat, but same idea. You're going to sit in the seat, and you're going to get into that meditation, that concentration practice, and be consistent with it. And eventually, like anything, if you do it wrong enough, it becomes the routine, and it becomes something that you need to do, not you're such a forceful you. thing. So and yes. it's and it's interesting too because in the beginning, when you start, you will be restless because this is new for you, and the brain will start to get frustrated. But over time, with the concentration, with the meditation, with the practice, it becomes less restless. That's the hope. <laughs> That's so the hope. yes, yeah. With that, yeah. Some of us fail. Really <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you have to kind of figure that out and and not be so hard on yourself for sure and and i could tell you right now uh i know exactly what i did wrong i didn't do it the same time of day and i didn't have a place and i'm laughing because i'm such a routine person that I, i i always say that routine once you get a good routine, you form good habits, you become efficient at whatever it is you're doing, work, home, et cetera. So I, when, when people hear what I do in a day, they go, like, what? And I look <laughs> at them like, well, like, what's the big deal? But I have just become so, I'm, you know, you're 53 years old, you have a lot of efficiencies in place. But I could get up in the morning in a power failure and be able to do my whole morning routine and be able to walk well, out the impressive. door in time. Because there's, I know where my shoes are, my clothes are out, my vitamins are out, coffee, <laughs> pot, everything is bup, 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 where it is, right. and it's always there the night before. So, you know, shame on me. I'm such a routine person so that I can <laughs> be efficient that I didn't figure that out. See, the missing, 
Sometimes you just, it's, it's like, you know, I should have had a V8. I should have had face, hit me in the face with that one. So, okay, that's the when. The where, similar? Yeah, so the where is that quiet place. You've got to find that quiet place that you're not disturbed. If, if it's the bathroom, it's the bathroom, you know? Yeah. Nobody's going to care, you know, it's just don't take any judgments with it. Wherever yeah, it is yeah. for you, that's what it needs to be, and it's preferable. Um, make it clean. You know, it's not like you're sitting on top of your laundry pile because then all you're going to think about is, man, I really got to do this. Yes. So take away any distractions. So it's got to be a place where you're not normally working. You know, if it's, if it's your office, shut the computer off. Don't let any of that temptation bring you out of your concentration, your meditation. So if you choose a place where you normally have another activity, like not in the bed because you are still going to fall asleep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's Absolutely. pretty much guaranteed. So, you know, kind of be smart about it. A little common sense in, in picking where you want to be. Um, but really it's just any, anywhere that you're going to be comfortable um, sitting or whatever the position is and having that quiet time so that there isn't disturbing uh, outer it could be it could be in your car at lunch, right? You go in your car at yeah, lunch, absolutely, and do it for ten minutes, you know, and then go get have your lunch or eat in the car, whatever it is. But that ten minutes where you're totally removed, um, that might work for for work, working folks who really need to rush out in the morning, and then when they come home, kids and and what have you. Right. So that might be a good wear yeah. for some. Yeah, and, and the how. Yes. Yeah. So um, the how. Um, I'll give you the template, and everyone's body will be different. So this is okay. kind of where yoga comes in, because okay. to be able to sit tall with your chin parallel to the ground, with your legs okay. crossed, sitting yes. on the floor, this could be super uncomfortable for some people. Sure. So this is um, this is where yoga comes in as far as getting the body flexible enough and supple enough to be able to sit for a long period of time. So even if 10 minutes is all you can do, that's great. Over time, with the body becoming stronger, becoming more flexible, and not just yoga, but running can give you endurance, you know, a healthier body, lifting weights, all of that stuff is great. So being able to have the body be healthy, that temple be healthy enough to sit, that's really important um, to be able to have the the how, the proper posture in your meditation. So if you have a tall spine, and that doesn't mean super rigid where your back starts to hurt, but just long spine, it's not a rounding with the chin tucked in kind of thing. So a long spine, your legs typically would be crossed maybe in the lotus. If you're that savvy and your hips are that open, you can sit with your, in your lotus position or a half lotus uh, or the crisscross applesauce if you're sitting with your kids. That's a great one for them. Sure. Um, or um, if sitting on the floor is a no-go at all, a chair without arms or a chair, if you have a chair at all with, with, or, with or without arms is fine, but without arms because then you be able to kind of put your arms where you want them if the arm rests are usually right in the way. So um, with the chair, you would just sit sit up on the chair, not necessarily leaning back on the back because then you kind of get a little too comfortable and then the snoring begins. So sitting up nice and tall in the chair with your feet relaxed on the floor, that's also a great option. 
Um, and then really, you just need your body. You just have to sit in some sort of really comfortable position. Shoulders relaxed, taking any tension out of the face. So resting the hands on the knees would be great. And then closing the eyes. So if you're in a place where you don't quite want to close your eyes all the way because you're not comfortable, you can just lower the lids a little bit so that you're concentrating on... Um, the, the third eye, which is between the eyebrows. So yes. if you have the eyes completely closed, you can, with the eyes closed, move your gaze up to between the eyebrows. So that's the third eye, and that's um, one of the chakras. And it's really a great place for concentration. Some people call it the God consciousness. So this is, this is a great uh, location for truth. And there's a, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into the third eye, but um, that's typically where your drishti is, your focal point, is at the third eye. So um, whether the eyes are a little bit open or closed, and um, a great uh, tip, eat maybe at least an hour before. So the idea here is if you're uncomfortable in any position, this is not going to last very long. If you're hungry, that is all you're going to think about. If you're really full, that's all you're going to think about. If you have to go to the bathroom because you're digesting now, you know what I mean? So yeah, get the body in that. In, yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like eat, you know, about an hour before so that you're not starving, but you're not running to the bathroom. And um, find the comfy position with uh, a nice tall spine. and that's really it. I mean, it's not it's not some crazy yoga pose that you need to yeah, do. And it's I just, just I want to share because sure. you know I had an, an injured knee. So when I first mm-hmm. started the yoga, and at the beginning of the yoga practice, right, we sit and we do a little bit of a mantra to get our breathing and to get us focused and you know to start kind of heating up the body, right? And right. you know we have props in yoga, so I. I put that the, a little block under my knee because forget lotus. I'd never gotten into lotus, and I I don't know if I'll ever. So don't even put that on on the to do list, people. Uh, you know, don't put that much pressure. But I've never been able to right. do lotus. However, I can sit in that kind of a crisscross position, mm-hmm. and we put blocks under the hiney to lift us yep. up a little bit, and that takes even a little more pressure. Um, off of my knee which works out and then you're able to get into that long spine uh, position and I just want to share one more thing you said um, take the tension out of the face and early on I think you taught us to get tension out of the face Um, again you know we say take tension out of the face sit up tall what does that mean (laughs) the tension in the face just part your lips ever so slightly and a lot of times we put the the uh, tongue, you know, pushing against the top, the roof of the mouth, or the or the yep. teeth in the front. So just part your lips slightly, and you'll see. Try they could try this as I'm saying it. You guys, you know, try it out. Your face actually whoo, relaxes. So right. yeah, um, too little just from from a non yogi here with <laughs> you know a tight body. I right. share those little tips for you. Yeah, I, hope they took, I hope they wrote my notes down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're such a good student. You did oh. everything. 
Yeah, yeah and but, it's, it's, you know, here, here's the thing, because everybody's like, oh, I can't do that position. That's crazy. Listen, if I can get into the crisscross applesauce, and, but just I, was, I sit on blocks, so that gives me that little bit of height, uh, a little bench, a pillow, you know, if, if you have a pillow yeah. even, uh, to give you that little bit of height, it takes a little bit of pressure off the knees. So don't think you can't um, because, we're, you know, we're getting older and we're a little more brittle. You, right. you can't just... Use props, man. Use props. It works. Yes. And then, so I know it's we're we're in forty three minutes, kiddo. So let's oh, let's man. talk about the okay. the why, which is really the benefits of yeah. the yoga. Absolutely. So it teaches us how to cope. And I mean meditation. Be... I said yoga. I meant meditation. Oh, <laughs> that was already done. So yeah. So yeah. the meditation, the concentration stuff. That is that's going to help us cope. So this is going to be um, brought up a lot during this time of year with the, the holidays coming up because there's going to be lots of reasons that we need to cope. So um, it really allows kind of the step back. This really isn't that detrimental. This really isn't what I am. And it, it kind of reminds you, so it's kind of like in yoga, and I'm bringing everything back to yoga because it's fun, but when you're on your mat and you learn all these great things and you learn things about yourself, and then as soon as you walk out of the door, it's like, oh, get out of my spot. I'm missing the trade, blah, blah, blah. So it teaches you to find that great stuff in yoga, but then take it out into the world because it doesn't just stop there. These are tools for life. Yeah. And and I'll share, you, you know, Lisa that does the yoga with me, and she's, mm-hmm. she, you know, loves yoga, loves you, of course. But I remember... Um, you know, our kids aggravate us. They're teenagers. It is what it is. You know, the you know the kittens become cats, right? right you know, right, babies right. become teenagers. You know, need I yep. say more, right? So, and and we do. We both adore our kids. They're they're great kids. Okay, so. You know, sometimes we raise our voice even though we know we shouldn't, right? We're doing mm-hmm. – I say my kids are going to be in therapy for, for most of their life. <laughs> and so after yoga, you know, we started doing the yoga. She truly really took to that advice you just gave, and we laugh. And she goes, I take that mat with me. I bring it with me every day. And mm-hmm. I remember one time something happened, and normally she would have gone nuts on the sun, Right. And mm-hmm. he's like, what's with you? Like, you're acting weird. And she looked at him and she goes, I found yoga. <laughs> Great story. But here's the thing. She's right. She found yoga. And she, she took that piece, that, that you know, mat with her. Um, you know, so it's almost, it's almost like she meditates. What you know? What she yeah. takes, she kind of takes forth with her in her life. So that's just a funny story about about Lisa. Um, I hope she listens, <laughs> so she laughs at me too. Because see, I do include her in some of these some of these shows. Um, Faith, let's take one more quick sure. quick break, and then I want to come back and I want you to hit the important points about meditation. I think we might have mm-hmm. talked about that a little bit, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then um, maybe talk about either the four different meditation methods or the guided meditation. Let's see how much time we have, okay? Okay. All right, I'll let you decide that. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. 
Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path, and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back with Faith, and we're talking about meditation to keep our sanity through the holidays and really beyond. (laughs) So, what do you think? Should we do the, the four different meditation methods, the important points. I think we kind of hit that one. Yeah, I really, I'd like to get different methods in because that's going to be universal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll go through them in a quicker fashion if I can. So I like to be long-winded, so we'll see what happens. But uh, so seated meditation we've covered. That's any sort of comfortable seat that you have uh, the ability to do, whether it's in a chair or sitting on the floor with some props underneath you, that's um, your standard meditation um, method. The, uh, a second one would be walking meditation. Mm. So walking meditation, it kind of sounds contradic- contradictory. However, um, in the process of doing walking meditation, um, typically finding like a big open place. So this is a great thing to do in your backyard or if you're front if you want your neighbors to look at you funny. So yeah. you would basically just um, interlace the fingers in front of you just to let them kind of um, have a purpose. So they're just hanging out interlaced in front of you. And um, you lift one foot and count three times, one, two, three. And as you're counting, you're slowly moving that foot forward and really putting a purpose into placing it down onto the ground. Lifting the back leg, counting one, two, three, as you move that back leg forward, placing it with purpose down onto the ground. Lifting the back leg up, counting one, two, three, placing that foot down with purpose. So it's this constant having um, nothing else to think about, but placing your foot down onto the floor with a very slow, purposeful meaning. And it's actually even a little bit more exciting if you take your shoes off, take your socks off, put those puppies straight into the ground because that even gives you more of a sensation of grounding, which is such a relaxing uh, uh, method. And and you can really start to be with nature, feel that oneness with earth because that is powerful. Wow. I love that. No one's ever told me that one either. Okay, give us number three. Yeah. So number three, community meditation. This one I've actually um What is this saying? Community. Community. So with community. a bunch of people, a group. So okay. group meditations, actually you can Google group meditations in your area, and I bet there's something because it's wow. becoming more prevalent because people are so stressed they need meditation. So there's um, there's great power in group meditation, and I uh, I've done this before, and the 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 experience with group meditation is going to be different than when you're alone because you can share that frustrating story you have, Connie, with oh I just my mind won't stop. People have the same thing, 
and you kind of, with any group therapy almost, you become more at ease with that frustration and it doesn't become so much of the, oh my God, this is going to be frustrating and you get that whole, why am I doing this thing? Because you can talk about it and you can work with each other and give each other the accountability but also the support you need to keep in the practice. So that's a really, really great um, uh, method. And then um, number four, Kirtan is a great um, fun way. So Kirtan is basically um, Can you singing, spell that? chanting. It's K-I-R-T-A-N. Okay. Kirtan. Okay. And um, there's a lot of iTunes has a ton of um, people that do this for a living. So they like make CDs and, and records and albums, whatever you want to call, with um, a bunch of songs that are um, religion-based typically. So it, it um, for me, I love uh, Krishna Das. He's a wonderful kirtan. Is, is that the one we end a lot with? Yes. He is mm-hmm. fantastic, and he has a real low resonant voice. And even, I'm going to butcher her name, but Diva Pramal, she's the one that you have to yes. Yeah. So it's these songs, these meditation chants about maybe a deity or um, love in general, just really peaceful, joyous um, purposes in the song, and it's a repetitive mantra typically. So um, I've been at uh, places where I actually saw Krishna Das live, and he would play the same mantra he plays, it was the same thing for 15 minutes. And the speed changed a little, got a little faster and that kind of thing. But you really become so entranced and you become so relaxed and in the state of meditative bliss because you're over and over repeating this really uplifting uh, phrase. So that, if you like to sing, that's a fun one to do because you're getting the benefit of sending that really healthy vibration out into the world, but also you can get into that meditation state there as well. So, like, I would play that on my iTunes, put my earbuds in, is what you're saying, and then sing it out loud. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, because that feels good. And same thing why we own. We're sending that vibration out into the world. It feels good. It helps the cells in the body get healthier, too. Sure. And, you know, it's a fun little fact. When, if you like to cook in the kitchen and um, you're going to be in there for a while making a meal, play this music because it's going to put healthy energy, healthy prana into your food. It's a, it's a good time. <laughs> Plus you can sing and it makes you happy. Oh, I love, can I tell you the one, Diva, what's her last name? Pramal. Pramal. I have I, I downloaded on, on my, my iPhone the, the whole album. It mm-hmm. is I and I'll tell you I put that on at night sometimes just to Beautiful. help me just breathe again and relax. Yep. And it's it's just a beautiful beautiful yeah. album and beautiful sounds. I love that for Christmas Eve when I do my seafood dinner and yes. I have 40 people coming. I'm going to put that on and put that love in the food. Love that. And, yeah, fun fact. My kids I will also, think I'm nuts, Faith. You know this. <laughs> no, you're happy. You know what people think? They get that confused. You're not nuts. You're happy because that's weird yes. for some people. I really am. Fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just oh, found too much. All right, a, um, we have We have six 
and a half minutes. So can we okay. do a five-minute meditation or, or at least help us kind of feel what we should be doing? Yeah, so and this is really, it doesn't have to be long. It could be okay. if you have three minutes, that's enough because okay. eventually you'll want to sit longer and then, you know, it'll grow into your bigger practice. But okay. so, yeah, um, so we can do a uh, a very simple one because everyone wants to be uh, peaceful during the holidays. They don't want to have everyone yelling and everyone screaming and the horn honking and, you know, you took the last turkey off the shelf. So everyone wants to be peaceful during the holidays, regardless of their entire situation. So the the simplest thing that you can do is to get into that quiet space. If there's um, you know, like a break between cooking something and entertaining the guests. Find that quiet space. Sit down in that comfortable position, whether on the chair, on the floor, on, the, on your prop. Close your eyes and just take a deep breath through the nose and fill the belly up, so much so that the belly expands. And then exhale through the nose and let the belly relax. Take another deep breath through the nose, fill the belly up. Really fill the lungs with air. Expand the belly. Exhale, relax the belly. One more deep breath through the nose. Fill the belly up. Expand the belly. Really fill the lungs up with a nice, clean, fresh air. Exhale all that air out. So as you continue breathing in that manner, you can start to introduce I am peace on your exhale. So taking a deep breath through the nose, filling up the belly, filling up the lungs. On your exhale, you can silently or out loud repeat, I am peace. Inhaling through the nose, filling up the belly. Exhaling, I am peace. Inhaling through the nose, filling up the belly, filling up the lungs. Exhaling all that air out, I am peace. And you can continue this for as long as you want until they're knocking your door down waiting for dinner to start. And and so, can I just add the when in the beginning when we started you started teaching us the the breathing, you know, to expand the belly. <laughs> I used to, you know, when I did pilates or whatever exercise when you do the breathing, I would be sucking my stomach in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that idea of expanding the belly, I what what you made us do early on, and it just works because it's just an awareness thing. But sure. if they put their hands on their belly, it mm-hmm. just focuses the belly muscles that you have down. You know, I'm 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 thinking about my belly, and you start to do that breathing. Now you do. You, now I do it, of course, without thinking. But they put put the hands on the belly, breathe in, and make the stomach expands and then that fills and then you immediately go to the lungs. And the other thing on the meditation and tell me if, if this is good or not, Faith, I, I don't this is some of the tapes that I've bought and listened to for meditation. Yeah. They say not only focus on the breathing, but again to keep the monkey mind from going, you know, like me all over the place do a, 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 the I am peace, like you said, a mantra, or just count one, two, three, four in, mm-hmm. and then exhale at the same pace, one, two, three, four. Yeah. And when they do the exhale, do the mantra, I am peace, or I am loved, or whatever it right. is, um, depending on what the situation is. 
Yeah, and just a quick thing for the counting, that's great. Whatever helps to work. I like the mantra or the I am peace or whatever it is that you choose because it's a, it's a positive thought, and positive yes. thoughts help the body feel good. And yes. that could eventually turn into I'm at the store, and you can simply say, oh, I am peace. And you go right back into that meditation, that yes. calm yes. feeling, and it really can transcend throughout any situation in your life, and it really helps to remind you, I am peace, and everything's okay. Yeah, I love that. Um, I love that better than the counting. If people are, you know, how, when do I know I'm full? It's the one, two, three, four, usually by four, you, you know, if you're a novice, mm-hmm. that the breathing, you're, you're in your chest, you're breathing. So that, mm-hmm. that just might be helpful. But I love the mantra, and I love faith when we start, and, and I want to share this with everybody, when we usually start our intention with the yoga, and we always start with that meditation, that five, ten minutes, eight minutes, whatever it is, and mm-hmm. we not only send out our intention, but then we send out further, you know, outside the yoga studio into, you know, Aberdeen, yep. and then we go further <laughs> out to all of New Jersey, and then all of the United States, and all of the world, and then, you know, into the oceans where the sea, you know, porpoise are, and mm-hmm. and we send out that love, and that peace, and that, that good health, whatever that intention is. Um, that's very, I find that very powerful. And I think of people when we talk about I'm sending out love, I'm sending out healing, you know, vibration. Um, I think of specific people that, you know, you want to help feel better that have a cold or had surgery or are battling, you know, cancer or something else. So you send that love and that vibration out. It's powerful stuff that we're talking about, right? Absolutely. No, it totally is. And you want everyone to be happy because it's the holidays and fa la 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 and all that good stuff. And if you're not, if you're not happy, if you're not, if you're not saying to yourself and believing I am peace, there's no way you're going to look at that dude at the store and be like, you are not peace. You know what I mean? So it it really, you have to start with yourself first and then everyone else, whether they're smiling or not, you can envision what they look like when they smile and that'll make you feel better about life and you'll change the way you treat people and your relationships will be that much healthier and stronger. Definitely, definitely. What a a nice note to end. Our our hour is up. Um, I really hope that people, you know, everybody listening took some notes and, and really took these tips that will provide some of the framework to go and kind of explore and play with to be able to achieve really the change mentally and emotionally, especially uh, at the stressful time of year. But I really hope that they bring it into the new year so that we can, you know, all raise our vibration, but certainly find peace in ourselves and, and share that peace or, or put that peace out to the world. I just think we need a lot more peace out there. So um, For sure. Yeah, right? I, I think we all believe that. So I hope you guys um, enjoyed today. I hope you enjoyed having uh, Faith on again. And I hope you certainly join me weekly as we question and build and discover together how to grow and challenge ourselves and how to define that change for each of us, whatever it means. And as life in this journey that we're on, I mean, our life, it changes. I think change changes um, as we, you know, age and and go through our careers and all that stuff. Um, Thanks, Faith, again, for being just my awesome guest. You know I love having you. I love spending (laughs) time with you. I love sharing your energy. It's it's, um, always insightful. I love the meditation tips and ideas and techniques. I really hope everyone 
can utilize them and find truly the magic and peace of the holiday. And again, the dynamic conversation, you always dude and, you know, throw that turkey at them <laughs> and you keep it real. And I'm, I'm all about yeah, keeping man. it real. So I'm loving that. Um, if you guys would like to speak with Faith directly, I really, you know, highly recommend that because she's awesome. But you can find her at Faith Miller, F-A-I-T-H-M-I-L-L-E-R at Comcast.net. Go to her website at www.yogawithfaith.com and hook up with her on, well, that sound didn't sound right, but find her on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Again, Faith Miller. And, um, you know, she shares some really cool things and cool stories on uh, Facebook as well. So follow her. Uh, always another beautiful resource um, in your life. And I think that's, that's what Faith brings to the table. So, my friend, thank you again. Thank you so much. So much fun. Love you, Connie. <laughs> I love you too, kiddo. Back at you, baby. All right, you guys, you've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Have a great week and try to do something for yourself. Be kind to yourself and look for that peace at this magical time of year. Um, thanks again, everybody. Have a great week. Been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.